Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am obviously joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hey there. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm well. We're clearly looking at your new background. You've moved successfully. You're thriving. Thriving. But what's not thriving is this podcast. What's going on? I'm not seeing the level of reviews from these people I want. Okay. You know, maybe we need to let people know. Maybe we scared people off before. Get to work, guys. I know you're listening, but be Mm -hmm. always be reviewing. Always be reviewing. Absolutely. Four five stars. Seven out of five ain't ain't good enough for me. And if you have a note, I want to tell everyone the right place to tell us that note is by DMing us. I only want five stars. So if you say you love the show, you give us five stars, but you have a note in the comment of your review, I'm not going to take that note seriously or implement it. And I may not implement it if you DM me either. That happens on Hot Off the Mess. Someone will be like, five stars, but she has no work ethic. It's like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's not even something (laughs) I'm not interested. Look, I don't dream of labor for anyone, so I don't want you to change having no work ethic. I'm trying to tamp mine down. I also heavily disagree. I feel like I have four jobs. Well, I think people were very upset at you when you went on um, vacation. They seem to remember that you you said people were very angry when you went they on vacation. They were really mad. I'm like, there was a lot going on that people. And by like, the way, oh, guys, no. I also want to say we weren't on vacation. Um, we were <laughs> shopping this podcast around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we were trying to get this we podcast were back on fun the employed. The podcast were fun employed. Truly. Um. So, what's new with you? Um, not much, you know, I spent my morning crying. I watched an episode of the good fight. One of the most devastating, beautiful episodes of television I've ever seen. Season six, episode four, the ending wrecked me. Then I rolled right into an episode of Abbott elementary was laughing and also crying over there. So it's been a good morning. I need to watch Abbott elementary. Like I haven't seen the new episode. The new episode was so there's just this very sweet Gregory Janine moment towards the end. Really? Yeah. Oh, took me out. Oh boy. oh boy. I love those two crazy kids. And you know who I'm very attracted to is the gay mm. gentleman on that show. Jacob? Is that his name? <laughs> I the don't have white, anyone's the white I don't have man? anyone's name on that show. The white man? Yeah, like yeah, I don't Jacob. even know Janelle James's name on that show. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell you either. Yeah, I'm like Janelle James, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Chessie yeah. from the Parent Trap, yeah. Janine and Gregory. <laughs> Janine and Gregory, and then the gay guy. And then the gay gentleman, the yeah. janitor. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. 10 out of 10. It's the best show on television. It really uh, is. Certainly network. What have you been watching? And then we're going to take a quick shift. <sighs> you know I've been watching. You still in your reality? Not reality. Fantasy? Um, Dragons? Fantasy. Absolutely. Quite opposite of reality. Absolutely. Firmly planted oh, in Lord. the fantasy world. Just those two um, shows, though. You're not adding, like, Doctor Who in. Oh, no, no, no. But also, it's, um, I find myself, if I watch them too close together, I get a little confused. <laughs> like, was that? I'm like, oh, why isn't Rhaenyra? Like, yeah. Like, is Rhaenyra in the Hobbit Hobbit Town? Like, it's really. I would have a trouble with just basic names. Like, the oh, reason yeah. I think I was able to hook into the Lord of the Rings movies is because I knew the actors' names. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, who's that guy with the top knot over there? Or like the, the captain know. from Titanic. And Matt Smith is in it from The Crown. Oh, well, well, you know. my Guys, when The uh, Crown comes back, Chris and I are going to be 
And if it drops on a this might turn I into believe, a crown podcast. I believe the crown drops on a Friday, so we might have to cancel recording. <laughs> Just put that up there. Okay. And Great. I don't know because you know I like to watch it right through. Oh, Chris, I watched the entire fourth season on the floor of LaGuardia. Yeah, I I take During the crown down like just a like a good drink. Oh, it's so good. Okay, oh, well, I can't wait. That teaser trailer was everything to me. Did I so good. Yeah, I'm so glad that they didn't postpone it due to the Queenie. Rest in peace. I mean, R.I.P. But if they had recorded it, I would. If they had um recorded recorded it, it. <laughs> I'm glad they recorded it. Yeah. If they had suspended it, held it, I would have. Right. That would have been the end of my fascination with Queen Elizabeth. I'm like that fucking selfish bitch. Yeah, keeping the crown for me. So I'm glad they didn't do that to us. Yeah. But before we get into this episode, I did just I failed to talk about one thing that the LA episodes the last two weeks, or <laughs> I guess two weeks ago. I don't know. We had the yeah. Gilmore episode. We're fresh off that. They kind of set the bandwidth for like Sex in the City going on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask. So we've been, of course, L.A. The girls went to L.A. Mm-hmm. Then in the first movie, we're in Mexico. You know, we're mm-hmm. in our Mexicoma. Mm-hmm. Then the third movie is... <laughs> yeah. We're in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi do. Yeah. Where do you want them to go in and just like that? Because I think we're barreling towards a vacation. And I think we might go on vacation in season two. Because we're going to be in a winter season. And I could see the girls needing to get somewhere warm. I think they're going to go to like St. Bart's. Turks and Caicos. I'd love that. I, I, I just, I am looking forward to a snowy Sex in the City season, mm-hmm. but I also, or I should say, and just like that season, mm-hmm. but I am going to need the girls somewhere warm, somewhere I need them traveling. Them I need, there. yeah, I, I don't want the, I mean, can you imagine LTW in St. Bart's? Well, I can't imagine. That's true. Maybe LTW is like, like hey, glam. Charlotte, come to our estate, you and the girls. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like Mar- Rambo's like, I want to bring Naya. And then fucking Che just shows up like Jill Zarin. Hi. Hi. Surprise. And we get all our characters mm. in just one place. But yeah, that's what I would really want. Yeah. For men just like that. I want us to go somewhere. Absolutely. I, and know, I want us to be trapped in a house, just dealing with our stuff. Like, I want big girls beach house vibes. Oh, okay. For one to two episodes. Like, lock them in and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. Should we... I'm sorry. If you're watching this visually, are you not... <laughs> do you have no heat on? What's... It's like, really cold, Sam just Chris. put on, like, a <laughs> down jacket. <laughs> She's giving janky Taylor Swift, um, Midnight's Era. It's cold in here. Evermore, but like it's giving fall. Okay, on a recession. It's giving patchwork. It's giving. All right, let's get into this episode. Okay. Because I got a lot to say, or do I? We'll see. Okay. Well, TBD. (laughs) Yeah. So let's start with a little episode synopsis. Harry dates a man tethered to his past. Charlotte mm-hmm. and Trey try on new identities. Mm-hmm. Samantha takes on a new client, and Miranda gets braces. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Guys, this it's is tubby. an iconic episode of Sex in the City, and I'm not sure why. I don't know. This is, if I'm just like going through and not doing a full rewatch, I will tell you, I do skip this episode. 
Oh, see, I would never skip this one because I think it's like there's something about it to me. I think the shot of Sarah Jessica Parker when um whatever that man's name is Wade Adams Wade Adams is rolling around on his scooter <sighs> when she it's when the camera's circling her and yeah. she's kind of looking over her shoulder. Yeah, I feel like that was heavily used in promos, particularly for when the show came to TBS. And so it's like there are images of this episode that. Her holding the KFC, the moment where it's where they're talking about Jenny Breyer and her friends being just like them, mm-hmm. that to me are just so like idiosyncratic of how the show was marketed that it's stuck in my head. But wow, is there no there there? No, it's a lot of like, but you know what? I will say, I feel like we're getting a little more Samantha than we've had in the last few episodes. Are we? More than we've got. Okay, more than when she was stealing, like, getting cheap bags. <laughs> cheap Versace's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we're not dealing with a ton here. We're not working with a lot. But I will say my favorite storyline has to be Miranda getting braces. Uh, let's hear it. It really gives me a giggle. Into it because the whole okay. thing was a fright. Okay. Let's get into it. Were Jenny Breyer and her friends dressed like 30-something-year-old women? Or were we trying to look like teenagers? One of us was sending over Dom Perignon while another was chilling around New York on a scooter. When you're a teenager, all you want to do is buy beer. But once you hit 30, all you want to do is get carded. I wondered, in today's youth-obsessed culture, are the women of my generation growing into mature, responsible adults? Or are we 34 going on 13? Hmm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The one thing I do want to say about, and and really in this revisit of the, through the lens of this podcast and having Mm -hmm. to um, really dissect it and shout out to my friend Brie, who she has a wonderful Grey's Anatomy podcast and she and I were just texting and I'll mention why I text her a bit later. But I said to her, do I even like this show anymore? Like maybe podcasting ruins television shows for you because you just have to do this deep analysis of things that are particularly in the case of this show, quite shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real deep dive in the shallow waters. It's mm-hmm. more often than not. But one thing that I have found is just the difference of what being 34, I'll be 34 in a few months looks like now versus then it's like this this whole concept of being an adult like i just feel like we've arrested development even further now i'm like well i feel like an adult when i'm 40 i don't yeah like when does that kick in when does it kick in these women just feel so much older than me Mm -hmm. and this is the first time i'm watching the show when i actually am the exact same age as carrie bradshaw now we're going fat the show we're getting through the podcast faster I won't age along with her. Right. <laughs> um, I will not be 35 by the time we get to the premiere of next season. Although I feel 90. But it's just so funny yeah, to right. think about this episode that's dealing in the idea of me 34 going on 13. Compared to where these women are in their lives, I feel 13 comparatively. Like, I think I mentioned it when Miranda was on a date with someone and the guy was in a three-piece suit. I was like, the men I go on dates with are like, in baggy sweaters and short shorts. And by the way, I'm wearing the same thing. (laughs) No, I know. And like on a first date, like you don't go to like a fancy restaurant. Like you literally go to like a shitty bar and like hope for the best. And then circle back with the guy later. Like, yeah, that was a mess. Yeah. Like 
it, you're right. They really do paint adulthood in this like very like, I'm like I don't feel that way. Sophisticated, and it's not. And before you, people who are like, well, they don't know the life in New York. I'm in New York literally every other week. These he days. really is. I have many. <laughs> I have many <laughs> you really are Tuesday to Wednesday. You, you Actually, are a New Yorker. Basically, this summer. Yeah. Um, and then what I was going to say is I have many friends there and they're like my age and a little bit older and they're also living like teenagers. So it's just like, I don't know, culturally we've shifted. Yeah. And I'm sure many people watch the show and they're like, these women are children. Well, it's kind of like when you think about like, like people are like, oh my God, by the time my parents were my age, they had like three kids, a mortgage, two cars. Like they were like fully adults and I'm over here like, the only character it makes sense to me with, and shout out to our last episode, is our beloved LG, Lorelai Gilmore. And the only reason it makes sense there is she was forced into adulthood adulthood by virtue of having a child at the age of six. Right. Am I little different than Lorelai's? This is very different, yeah. All right, let's get into <sighs> Miranda Hobbs. <laughs> Because this Price is all Miranda Hobbs. Ain't no Rambo to be found. In this this is I, not Rambo. I could have used some Rambo energy. Yeah, this is fully Miranda Hobbs. Um, Miranda gets braces. She has bad TMJ. She's a tongue thruster. She's a tongue, she's a tongue thruster. I've, I've been like, what the fuck is tongue thrusting? Do I have it? No, that's a real thing. As someone who oh, like, yeah, I've never heard of it office, outside of this episode. Yeah, it's a it's Many a people real are thing. Thrusting? thrust in a way and is bra- and our bra- and our adult braces the re- way to fix it um maybe in 2001 or have we come far more in dental technology i think there's more you could do like yeah i just wasn't I sure think. how braces would solve your tongue thrusting but i, I never had braces this is a thrilling conversation thrilling um but carrie they go to this lunch and carrie and looks we meet bananas a little man named Lance. What'd you think of Lance? Lance? Thadiana. He was so cute. You thought he was a Thadiana? I thought he was so cute. Um, okay. I thought he was I really sweet. Every man is kind of like Steve that they keep introducing. <laughs> he kind of was like, okay, tell your friend I think she's cute too. I'm like, what? It's what are all these? Why are they doing this? She attracts that kind of man. She does. Skipper, Steve, Lance. Ugh, God, I totally forgot Skipper fucking existed. I hate that little What gremlin. I do for Skipper to join us next season on Injustice. Get him back. What if he, like, looked really hot? Like, what if he's, like, really successful? Aiden moment next season with the white shirt, but it's with Skipper. Somebody, Rambo turns around, and it's Skipper in L.A. that pulls her away from Che. I think we just wrote season two. Honestly, that's not out of the realm of reason given that given the things that we've seen yeah given the things that we've seen but um carrie looks crazy in this outfit i mean we could talk about it now or later but this is one of my favorite carrie bradshaw looks so nuts i absolutely it's i would wear that it's a colorful chanel sweater beautifully paired with some high heels and some sweatpants bunched up I thought she looked wonderful. And a blue bandana. And a blue bandana like Adam Levine had on his arm in that She Will Be Loved video. Oh, Adam Levine. Ugh. 
I don't know. I was a fan of this look. It's it's one of the iconic Carrie it, Bradshaw No, that's what looks. I mean. It's really iconic, but it's fucking bananas. Like, she looks crazy, but she looks like Carrie. Like, this is she a Carrie look. She can wear look. color. You can't wear that. You If you wore that, I would push you down the stairs. <laughs> no, could you imagine my big ass moon face with a bandana on? <laughs> no. Never. I don't want to see that at all. Never. Um... But yeah, Miranda's a tongue thruster. She goes out on a date with this guy. And... and and he's so cute and kind of fun. I wish we'd wrapped up there, like, why she... I mean, I didn't think his blowjob joke was that bad. Could she chill? She needs to chill. She almost fucked a hot dog a couple weeks ago. She needs to literally all relax. All he said was like, can you get blowjobs with... The... He really was giving me Steve vibes. <laughs> he was heavy Steve energy, but he seemed to be employed. He had a business card. And he wanted to... And he liked her. And mm-hmm. he was clearly joking. No, I don't know. Can you give blowjobs with braces? Should you? Yes. Can you? Yes. I don't know what. I've never had them. I don't know what's going I've on. Never, there, I never hair. gave a blowjob when I had braces. Shout out to my <laughs> parents. Most people aren't up to that. But, well, but Jenny Pryor. <laughs> Jenny Pryor's getting blows left and right. Yeah. Um, I never did that. But like, I'm sure you can. I'll be Googling that later. I think it's just like a little, I think it's a little risky. Like, I think it makes the guy with the penis feel like stressed. I I could see why. Yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of Gary metal. He doesn't want your hardware near his software. I mean, I thought that was a nice pun from that Smith is, Bradshaw. You know what? Sometimes she does get it right. I will she say. She landed that. She landed She really did. There. Yeah, she really did. Um, And then, you know, Miranda gets really sensitive, gets really in her head, very Miranda, and thinks everyone in her office is talking about her. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, this is not funny. And the men were just like, there's a typo, lady, chill. Yeah, they're like, can you chill the fuck out? She, you know, and she was really playing up the lisp with the braces, I will say. You don't give an actor a tool and ask them not to use it. It's like, and you know, if you're going to put her in braces, a real actress is going to dig in, you know, and that's who yeah, she is. That's what she's giving she really Gilded dug Age in there. Tony winner. I fucking hated the Gilded Age. Didn't see one episode. I wanted to love it, Chris, but I, I really, I really hated it. Anyway. I just love Christine Baranski so much. And once the good mm-hmm. fight's over, I'm going to have to get out her one way or another. Watch The Grinch. Or Mamma Mia. Or Mamma Mia. Or I love I love her um, slutty uh, Christmas wear. Yeah. I, I mean, Christine Baranski is just more often than not, her character trait is horny. Horny. And she plays it perfectly. She's doing a lot of flirting with John Slattery on this season of The Good White, The Good Fight. And I'm, I mean, it's like if you would ask me, like, what is your dream show? Christine Baranski flirting with John Slattery. Yeah, that literally sounds like the perfect recipe for you for a great With a great Audra McDonald sashaying around in coats. Uh, what else do I need? Uh, I mean, that sounds perfect for you. It is. All right, let's chat about Samantha. Okay. So we meet Jenny Breyer, of course, played by Kat Dennings, who I... Is a did... child. It's so crazy. Yeah, she was, I think she said she was 13 or 14 when she filmed it. And um, what she shared on the Drew Barrymore show, because Drew Barrymore is like, she should be hosting shortcomings. She is the number one Sex the City fan. Mm-hmm. We should get her on. And I'd love for her to join us Absolutely. one day. That'd be amazing. Drew, if you're listening, 
Honestly, I feel like if we sent her this podcast, she would listen. And maybe I'll just DM her. Yeah. But she said on the Drew Barrymore show, Kat Dennings, that Mm -hmm. her mother hosted a party because they'd never seen Sex in the City before. And the the children and the friends, the mothers of the friends were quite shocked. And she like turned it off and was like... So I don't know how that happened. Like, did she not ask her daughter, like, oh, what was it like on set? What were you up to? Yeah. And so they hosted this party that went terribly wrong, which I just thought was hilarious. That's so funny. But we meet Jenny Breyer, and she's planning her bat mitzvah, and she's not fucking around. Mm -mm. I love the little subtle nod to the fact that she's a fan of Carrie Bradshaw, that she has a name necklace Mm -hmm. in her opening scene. But, you know, she can't swing it for less than a mil. She's iconic. She really is. She's like, right this up there bitch, with Amelita Amalfi. Yeah, she's a young Amelita. Like, she's going to get what she wants out of this life, no matter what. She'll be a hooker and, with a passport by about midnight, noon. Yeah, I mean, she really was giving a great performance. And I love the idea, like you said, that Carrie... Like, I like when they nod to Carrie a little bit that she, like, is this, like, micro-celebrity... I wish they would more. It doesn't make yeah. sense. I, I mean, one of my, it's interesting because one of my favorite moments later in the show is she's with Berger and I think they're at Smith's play opening mm-hmm. in Brooklyn and they're saying, Carrie, Carrie, get that guy out of here. And she says to him, I used to be a bit of a party girl. And I just feel like we don't really see that, that pseudo celebrity Carrie, why paparazzi in New York would know her. Um, we see hints of it here and there, but it's interesting. It's like we're already, that Carrie is already slipping away from us. Mm-hmm. It's like who she was season one and pre-season one. And now it's like, oh no, she's maturing and growing. I don't want that. <laughs> well, remember she does go Maybe to that's... that um, party with that town and country guy. Maybe he's not. Is that in that country. lost episode? I never remember. That's the KFC episode. No, that's this case. We're... This is the KFC episode. No, there's uh, Aiden. Oh, no, you're talking about um, the guy from Doo 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 who just won an Emmy. Oh, wait, um, Lewis. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't work in town and country. He work. He's like um, a shoe salesman. He sells like retail he shoes. Is? Are you talking about all that glitters in season five? Yeah. And big and Aiden stays at home. Yeah, eating that chicken. Yeah, the guy who she goes from White Lotus, he is some sort of shoe importer because she gets excited about that. <gasps> Town and Country oh, might okay. also be in that episode because that's the episode where Charlotte's apartment is um photographed, I think. Mm-hmm. So you're just swapping it. Yeah. Okay. Um, um But I I love Jenny Breyer. I do too. She's a and... sassy girl. <laughs> Let's just hear a little bit of Ginny Breyer bopping over to the table after buying the girl's dom, and then we'll finish Samantha out. That little brat mitzvah beast. Ginny! So ladies, is everything fabulous? It is now. I I didn't know you were here. And I didn't know you knew Carrie Bradshaw. You are fucking fabulous. Your column about secret sex, hello, my life. Seriously, my ex was so completely about the sex when we were alone, but at school in the hallway, I didn't exist. And they're all like that. Or worse, men suck. I missed that. What? I'm sorry, are your braces blue? No, they're sapphire. Oh my god, look. 
You have the old-fashioned kind. I didn't even know they made those anymore. I said I'll be there. Whiff, Dash. Enjoy your meal, ladies. You are so fucking fabulous. Her braces are sapphire. I'm a 34-year-old nerd. How old are they? 13. But they sound... I know. And they're dressed. I know. Just like us. I but are they? Dressed like them? <laughs> Just They did not look to me like anything those women would wear. It would have been, I think, better in Pat Fields if she had actually created... Because, right, Charlotte's not there. Mm-hmm. If she had made, like, if she, she had mirrored Jenny's dress like Carrie or Samantha, the other mm-hmm. one, Braces, is dressed like Miranda. But there's two, like, they actually all, it's the most normal, actually, those three women have ever looked. I know. I Samantha's like Samantha's in a crisp white shirt. <laughs> She's beautiful. She looks stunning in that scene. And then Miranda feeling like a nerd is such a relatable feeling. Like I mean, that's me when I talk to any teenager. Any Gen Z, I'm like, oh my God. Like when I talk to my little cousin, I'm like, I'm a loser. I'm always afraid I'm going to say something and they're going to cancel me on the spot. No, I'm like, don't listen to shortcomings. <laughs> no, 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 no. We not for the Gen Zs. Not for Gen Z. Not Although for... many people have said we are annoying Gen Zers. And to that, I say thank you for thinking we're young. Oh my God. People say that? Yeah, in our comments, they're like these. Well, they don't say it in a good way. They're like these fucking Gen Z assholes are ruining our show. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for calling us young. They say that. Yeah, many people so DM mean. me like you assholes, like That's with your so new modern lens. I'm like, thank you again. All <laughs> they take from it is thank you for thinking I'm Gen Z, and also like thank you for listening. Thank, uh, oh, of course, and please download, yes. rate, and review. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Um, I love Jenny by Brian and her friends. And I also, they kind of remind me of like early seasons of Real Houses of New York when you would see like Avery and her friends. Like well, prim- NYC Prep. Yeah, who are like 13. It's like Gossip Girl. It's like kids in New York Honestly, act the like Gossip this. Gossip Girl reboot should have been Jenny Breyer. <gasps> and I didn't Honestly. watch Gossip Girl or the Gossip Girl reboot. And oh, I, I have I feel, not watched the reboot. I feel bad about that. Well, I don't feel bad about not watching the reboot, but who's the hot guy in the original? Oh, it's Penn Badgley, my love. Yeah, you think he's like, hot? Who is that guy? And of course, um, that man from those Marvels, Sebastian Stan. Oh, yeah, he is in that. He got his start over there. Yeah. Um, but then we're at the party, and Sam overhears the girls, and she's like, Can you guys cool it? Like, you need to like be. You have the rest of your life to talk about blowjobs. And to that, I say, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. She's right. But I'm like, they're 13 in New York City. Like, they're going to act like this, I feel like. No, Sam, why was I texting you about blowjobs recently? Excuse me? I was texting you, like, something like people are saying sucking dick is a bad thing. Oh, my God, Lisa Barlow. Oh, okay, Real Housewives. We'll mm. save that for an episode of Hot Off the Mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll come on next I'll come on yeah. at some point and we'll talk about it. And we'll talk. Day. Yeah, I was like, why were we texting about blowjobs? I really had to think back because I'm like, we talk about a lot. So yeah. I really wasn't sure. But I, I love the idea that Sam is thankful that she had this um, pure childhood. Although she will share a story, if she hasn't already, about how she jumped into a pool and fucked the guy at one point mm. and... You know, Sam was having a wild shot. I think it's the, I can't remember what episode it is, but she talks about how she 
dated a guy because she wanted to use his pool. I thought it was this episode because that would make sense with the theme. Right. But she is disgusted by Carrie dating this man. And I thought she looked so beautiful before um, Rambo sits down mm-hmm. with her. I thought her hair has never looked better. It looked that so fluffy and beautiful. White shirt when she's got her cell phone out, like, what's his number? Yeah, she's like, he lives with his parents. Honey, stop it before you're not sexy. Ugh, it was, yeah. But I mean, it's a classic sex. I'm not sure how I feel about this story, though, because I feel like wouldn't there's a world in which Samantha would also just be like, this is great. Like, I, I don't that like these girls are empowered and sexual and I mean, these girls are really wild. They're like, I'd even fuck the gay guy. I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> 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 You know when they say that? So I've got yeah. some tech issues going on. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Am I back? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, okay. um, that's so funny because it's so true. Like, they go, they're, these girls are like, a little I'm going to blow that one. I'm going to blow that one. Then I'm going to fuck him up the ass. I'm like, Can you, what's happening? I don't know if, see, no, it, that's, like, I wouldn't even enjoy that talk if it happened, like, now. No, I'd be like, can you calm the fuck down? Like, relax. All right, let's get into Charlie. Okay. Oh, so she's oh. having some real, she's down bad, and she's she decides so- to get on Google, and, um see if she can't fix her sexual problems with Trey. I love seeing AOL again. What a callback. Love it. That little mailman. And it did look like for a second when she's in bed about to present Trey with the paper, she was reading Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And I was like, is Harry? <laughs> I was like, Charlotte. <laughs> she's, a, she's a pothead. Yeah, I'm like, Charlotte, are you in there? I'd love to, I'd love to know. Charlotte's definitely a Ravenclaw. Oh, for sure. She is not a Gryffindor. Oh, no, 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 no. And definitely of, not a Slytherin. Actually, none of the girls are, if you have, to, if I had to no, say. No, the girls are a what? A, a, Gryff- or a Gryffindor. You don't think Carrie's a Gryffindor? No, I mean, she has main character energy, so you mm-hmm. want to put her in there. But mm-hmm. Carrie's a Slytherin. Carrie is a Slytherin. Um, Miranda's a Ravenclaw. And Samantha is a um, Hufflepuff, for sure. Decadent. <laughs> for sure, a Hufflepuff. In. Just chilling, chilling the fuck out, willing to fight if called, but mostly. But just really like, not looking looking like, to do that. I'm down to. I'm here to fuck. I'm not here to learn. <laughs> she she wants to fuck a wizard. Like she. She's absolutely a Hufflepuff. She's fucked Cedric Diggory. That is mm. Samantha. And this will be a bonus episode one day where we just go oh. down the list and we you know categorize them all. Yeah. And of course, we do not support J.K. Rowling. Oh, of course not. That woman really fucked her legacy. Like, is she... What a, what a goddamn transphobic idiot. I and, Oh, this, see, no, this is why people say we're Gen Z. And why? She is we, transphobic. I know, but they're like, you're now they're going to be like, you fucking want to take down the legacy of Harry Potter. No, really I can really, still love Harry Potter. They really don't want us talking about um old things with a modern lens. People don't like it. And to that, I say... That's what this podcast is, baby. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're living in modern times. Yeah. Sorry. And those modern times are hell. Now, what I have to say is Trey <laughs> yeah, looks Yeah, like, so we're not happy about hot. it. 
Trey um, was so hot when he was taking his shirt off while Charlotte's about to hand him that dick photo. He looked so good. He looked like a snack. Now, Trey's like, I'm not putting some rod in my dick so that you <laughs> squeeze it live. with. So you know how those work, right? No. You squeeze the balls and then it gets <gasps> bigger. You're you know? lying. At least it looked exactly to Chris. me like an ep- episode. So there's a great episode of Grey's Anatomy where an old man wants that device and his family's like, Grandpa doesn't need that device. And he's so like, I, he was, he's it's like, like I want to fuck. You inflate it? You inflate it like you squeeze and then it comes to life. That's horrible. Bing! I hate that so much. <laughs> I, I mean, am in many ways, Trey. That... I'm Team Trey in this situation. I wouldn't want to do that either the only reason i'm team trey is because we know he can get hard so i don't know that this thing is this thing is also that's like a really serious like procedure yeah it's like you got to be on your last leg your dick you got to be on your last third leg your dick is an air mattress like it's blow up it's blow up it's truly (laughs) a blow up i don't know Um, if i was charlotte and my husband looked like that i would be googling every which way to get something going well, she sees what gets them going, and it well. Rocks then her they world. go to therapy. <gasps> oh well, yeah, one of my favorite there. scenes. Yeah, I love and this. I, and so back to my friend Brie, who is you know training to be a therapist. She's my personal mm-hmm. therapist, even if I'm not paying her. And I do have another two, actually three. So if you include Brie, oh. I said is this legitimate? Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Name yeah. your genitals. Mm-hmm. And she said it could be that he's trying to externalize their problems, but I have never heard of this. Mm. Okay. And so what did you, <laughs> Rebecca and Schooner is upsetting enough. Yeah. But then he says, go home and talk about your sexual fantasies. And let's, let's hear Charlie's. Yeah. I'm a fairy princess in a forest. And I'm riding on a unicorn when suddenly I see you, a pirate in buckskins, a prince in disguise. And that's when you pull me off my unicorn. You tear away my gossamer petticoats and you put your schooner deep inside my Rebecca. (sighs) Now you, where are you? I'm in hell. And it seems Charlotte's in her fantasy girl era. She is in her fantasy girl era. She honestly would I love heard pirates, dragon. knights. She's got gossamer petticoats. Gossamer petticoats. He, with that line delivery of I'm in hell is so perfect. I burst into laughter. Every single time. It's so funny. And I would be in hell as well if I had to sit there and listen to someone t- say those things. Well, her fantasy is just so fucking bizarre. <laughs> crazy he's like excuse me well also it's like schooner and she's Rebecca. riding on a unicorn can she chill <laughs> she's literally what is she talking about she's crazy <laughs> like i'm floating on a unicorn wasn't she like riding through a briar patch like, <laughs> then, did, did she mention a fucking pirate johnny depp's running through then oh. knight in shining armor plunging his schooner deep into her rebecca I do love when she screams at her, but Rebecca and Schooner belong together. <laughs> well, so Charlotte funny. is Charlotte is horny and on one. On one. 
<laughs> she is on a different level. But then, and, and let's just wrap disgusting. this up. Yeah. Let's wrap this up quickly because then Charlotte finds she hears Trey later and she assumes he's crying. And she enters and sees Trey rubbing one out, ripping one out, really. He was He's slugging that thing. Grand. He was going buck wild. Like, <laughs> it is so Flipping fucking funny when he turns around <laughs> and sees her. I feel like there's also like jungle music playing. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Watching him jerk it and flip the pages is so funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and look, I, they have laptops in the home. Like, I yeah. just, it, internet porn was available, but he's got an old timey magazine out, Jugs. Jugs. And I love that the therapist is like, now we know Trey's not gay, you know? At the end of the day, we were worried about that. <laughs> and she's like, Jugs. I love when they say Jugs at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> This is such a funny. They have such a great comedic. It's like, so funny to me. But oh my at God, the end I'm of the crying. day, they find a little compromise, and Charlotte. It's iconic. Cuts out pictures of herself uh-huh. and puts them on the big women, breasted women. What I love is, is that she was selective about the women. It's not on everyone. <laughs> oh no, no, she did. She's the... like not doing those. I only want the big titted women. Yeah, she was like, I want the big breasts. The yeah. Sydney Sweeney's were running amok in <gasps> jugs. Oh, the best. The best it's in Hollywood, as her grandmother said. Now, I know last or two weeks ago, we requested something and instantly took it back. And that was about women's pubic hair and writing in. <laughs> oh, the bald pussy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to mm-hmm. call for something else now and might instantly take it back from the, the few male shorties out there what and maybe this is gonna reveal too much about myself what who is masturbating standing up am i lazy <laughs> he's like, like it just like i don't know he has I would, nowhere else to go he's i would lay on the bathroom floor before i stood you would lay on the floor <laughs> yeah i'm sure but the bathroom I, Chris, floor I think is it's there's the magazine like he's got to look at it and i, I think no i'm just like i'm way too lazy to ever do that standing I don't want to be recording this podcast sitting up in a chair. I'd like to be flat. Oh, I and I have recorded to, this podcast. I would love to be laying down recording. I did once turn my camera off and just recorded this like mic in hand. Again, yeah. Yeah, and flat. And Brian said, you can't do that again. Shout out to former producer Brian, who was like, your audio was all over the place. Yeah, he's like, "Can you... remember when he like told me, he's like, you need to sit still. Like, you need you're to really crazy. Walking around. Oh, I was walking around. to record around. a podcast. I, I thought it was a TED Talk. Like, I really was losing my mind walking <laughs> around with that mic. We should get, like, head mics and then just, like, wander around and record our podcast. That would be iconic. But okay. I would probably do it for, like, while I'm on a walk. <laughs> Let's, you probably would. All right, let's um, get into Carrie and then yeah. try to wrap this up and take it home. Okay. So Carrie meets Wade while attempting to run her, return her shoes. And what I have to say is she's going to return her shoes, but it, they're the shoes she's wearing. Was she going to wait? Was she going to walk home shoeless? Carrie is so fucking dizzy, but she looks great in that outfit. Yeah, it's her. What did you think of Wade? Look. Um, disgusting. Weed? Yeah, he's disgusting. He looks like someone from the Goofy movie. I don't. I don't even think Carrie would him. Like he doesn't fit any. And not that everyone has a type, but he doesn't even remotely remind me of any man. And they have no chemistry. 
and Wade Miranda is- had more chemistry with a hot dog. Absolutely. Than Carrie has with Wade Adams, the comic man king, who, by the way, that that store goes under. He is a serial killer because how did he get her address to He's send that thing? I've always wondered that. And the I other thing I want to say, though, what I love about this storyline is the kind of modern parallels. Because who amongst us hasn't dated an MCU guy? I mean, you're one. I've been plagued by it because I dated one for so long. But True. I don't put that forward. I watch those. That's like, you know, when men go to hotels to watch porn or trays, like, jerking off the jugs in the bathroom. Yeah. I don't talk about my love of the MCU on dates no. or really the world broadly, other than, I guess, on this podcast, which is my biggest platform. Mm-hmm. It does go up to thousands of people every week. <laughs> this is upsetting. And you did you did bring up the MCU earlier in this podcast. You said Sebastian yeah. Stan from the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Well, as we've said, I'm a Marvelette. Mm-hmm. You are Marvelette. <laughs> and the other thing is when he's on the scooter, it's like he's on a scooter. He's like an MCU. It's just too... I was he like, is so vile to me with so that fucking hair. I hate him. I hate Wade Adams. I do love his parents' apartment beautiful classic beautiful with the balcony um and as someone who's also been dragged to a barcade in brooklyn carrie needed to get the fuck out of there because hers was even worse it was in times square yeah it looked like a horrible experience i thought she looked beautiful though with her jean her bejeweled jeans with the cutouts absolutely and her hair very like feathery and beautiful yeah oh amazing um so they go back to his apartment and we learn that he his mom is hilarious to me. hilarious she's, she's like you know i'm always on the night you know i'm always on the night watch <laughs> i'm like this woman is like probably 50 and they're playing her like they're playing her like she's I, <laughs> they're playing her like she's ancient they're like you know i'm always up oh wait <laughs> also like she knows her son's a loser the uh, poor woman i know but you know moms are always gonna defend oh always always <laughs> But Carrie finds out he... No, I did think she should have asked, like, are your parents staying with you? Like, I just... I would have jumped to, like, maybe, like... But Carrie's like, no, this guy's a loser. He absolutely lives with his mom. Absolutely. And Samantha gives this a hard no. But what I wanted to talk about was I love that we're in more Prince William territory here. When she when Carrie says, would you date a guy who lived with his parents? And she says, Prince William. Oh. We're the, we're in the era where nobody was even thinking about Harry. We were all <laughs> busting it wide open for William. Oh, we were jerking and it. And I, you know, given we were... how he looked at the funeral, I might be back on William's side. I... I'm just saying. No, I know. I felt the same way. He looked, that damn, good at that. He looked damn good at that funeral. It He's really, ascending. a man in uniform, like, really does something to me. That square jaw, now that we know he enjoys some anal play, guys, look it up. Google? Prince of Pegging. Let's move on. Okay. So I love that Carrie starts liking dating Wade. Um, the whole montage of like, yes, Mrs. Adams. Mm-hmm. I just think Carrie looks so beautiful in this episode. <laughs> she really does. She has a glow about her. She got back from LA. She's stunning, glowing. Her hair has honestly never looked better. I love when it's like super curly and like cute. She loves his um, music collection. Oh, she's shitting herself over it. And they she decide loves to get sticks. And they decide to get off of zooted. like and she's like zooted. Mm-hmm. White people are so annoying. Isn't that what it's called? I've never heard that phrase or used it, and I don't want to hear it again. 
I don't know. I've heard someone say it before. Zooted. Zooted. I think I heard the kids say it on the TikTok. Oh, I'm sure the kids. That's probably why I've never heard it because I can't even yeah. figure out how TikTok works. Right. I get angry when people send them to me. I'm like, but okay, Please. they get really high. Yeah. And then Carrie like puts a hose on them. They're eating KFC. They're throwing it around. She's got the giggles. Now, what I did, I would have, I guess they had to go and get it. I mean, this is a time before things are just being delivered. So they've bopped down, gotten some KFC. Oh, hell yeah. But then the Adamses come home. So let's hear that and then wrap this up. Then what is this? Your father and I told you if you ever brought marijuana into this house again. Carrie brought it. I couldn't believe it. Power Lad would never have ratted me out like that. Is that true, Carrie? Did you bring marijuana into this house? There comes a time in everyone's life when you have to take responsibility for yourself. A time when I, like Jenny Breyer, had to stand up and say to the world, Today, I am a woman. Yes, Mrs. Adams. I brought the marijuana into the house. And I'm taking it with me when I go. You know what I would love, Chris, if your club played that song? I don't know if that's on the club's playlist. Is it on the roster? Can you I don't, I've never heard it, but I could ask them if they'd be willing to play some Pat Benatar. Mm, I would really love if you put in that request. Yeah. Um, I love this ending. <laughs> It's Just, great. I love the music thing. I love an episode. We've talked about since now, we can now hear the clips, how odd we find the instrumental music on this show. Mm-hmm. And I I love when we do a music sting, uh, a music cue. Like, let's drop the needle. Let's hear an actual song. And to me, that's the best part of this episode is Carrie rolling out. And as we know, this is um, Sex the City is sponsored by KFC. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's. Yeah, we get multiple McDonald's references. Mm-hmm. And so I was happy to see Carrie Bop out of there. The only thing that kind of made was I was bummed out, but I do think it makes logical sense. I hate that Charlotte's not there when they're smoking at the end. I wish it I was know. before. Even if she just had like a glass of wine while they were smoking. I think it just, um, I wanted to see the four girls together, but I think it's true to life that Charlotte, they wouldn't invite Charlotte. And also that um, she wouldn't be interested <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because she doesn't even smoke with them after um the post-it. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. Well, you know, the cover of this podcast. Like, literally. What do you think of the fashion in this one? I think I've given my faves, which were Carrie's Chanel top and sweatpants. Yeah. And then I really was just quite obsessed with Samantha in that crisp white shirt with her layered hair. It was so beautiful. No, I totally agree. Like, I think Carrie looks absolutely bananas but I think it's very Carrie and like it works for her and, and I, I also have to it. say Miranda was wearing almost like a brown beautiful mahogany suit when she sat down with the braces and I thought she looked great it was the best suit I've seen her seen in it's like her. they're pushing her towards fashion more than mm-hmm. like I'm a corporate lawyer yeah yeah would you think like, of the who which man are you choosing we got Wade Trey and Lance I'm picking Trey I'm going right with Trey. He's a revolutionary. <laughs> He's pioneering and masturbating standing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Trey. Love him. A king. And, and by the way, if you're not following Kyle McLaughlin on Instagram, you really should get over there. I don't know who's running it, but he's he's got jokes over there. He's like the male guy. Do I need to go over there? And oh, I will go over there. On? He's having a great time. I gotta go see what's cooking. Yeah. 
I don't have any hot takes on this one, do you? No. It was like just a good little what I gotta you say, know. my hottest take is, is that while we were talking about it, I think I loved it. Yeah, I you know, I didn't think I loved it, but through this conversation, I think I really loved it. Yeah, it this feels episode. like a good um feels like a good little if you had asked me to rate it at the top and maybe we should start doing that i would have given it probably a five but after this conversation and the giggles i'm like this was a seven to me i'll give it like a six and a half yeah yeah mostly just for trey masturbating standing up to see that that cute little heiny he's given best he's given best butt since uh peter remember (gasps) peter peter of course, I remember Peter. Peter and patience. That bitch, patience. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> we hate women on this podcast. Yeah, is that hate. enough? Is yeah. that enough for you, Gen Z haters? We don't support women. We don't. We pit women against each other left yeah. and right. Much like the Republican Party. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week as we discuss season three, episode 16, Frenemies. Sam, I think this might be the episode I don't remember. Is this the episode that has the where Carrie where Miranda dates a man Carrie dated? I think it might be. Oh, the one that you always forget about. Yeah, or the have funeral? genuinely no memory of. So yeah, I can't wait I'm, to get into that. I'm hoping it'll I'll bring fresh eyes to it. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online. I'm at C Lewis1219. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram and I'm at Takers Aloft on Twitter. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right, bye. A Huda Media Production.